More than 400 members from around the world gathered together to focus their positive energy on New Orleans during the recent Rosicrucian convention in this city. This podcast presents Grandmaster Julie Scott's discourse from the convention entitled Renewal Through Mysticism. Renewal Through Mysticism. This has been our focus for some time now. What do these words mean? The definition of renewal is to make new again, to refresh or a positive transformation. Mysticism means the direct experience of God or the cosmic through the self, which is in the domain of the subconscious. In the Rosicrucian tradition, the term cosmic is used both as a noun and an adjective to mean the universe as a harmonious relation of all natural and spiritual laws. It is what we can understand of cosmic consciousness, which is the great mystery that lies beyond all manifestation. The cosmic is not a place or a big person, but is rather a state or condition of order. It is a harmonious whole. The ancient Egyptians personified this order in the goddess Mat. Pythagoras used the term cosmos to describe it. Cosmos literally means something beautiful to look at. Pythagoras highly valued order and relationships. In Christian literature, some people define the word logos to mean order, although it is often translated to mean the word or knowledge. Logos, used in this sense, is the opposite of chaos. In the beginning was the logos, or organizing principle. So mysticism provides a way to directly experience these manifestations of cosmic consciousness, to be in harmony with the universal whole. The Rosicrucian teachings provide methods or tools to achieve this through the self. The self can be our mental or intellectual self, the physical self, our emotional self, or the psychic self. Our Rosicrucian teachings present lessons for better understanding each of these aspects of the self and for attuning with them. Of course, they are not really separate selves. These terms provide us with a way to understand our overall being by looking at the various functions that these aspects of our self support. Let's begin with the intellectual or mental self and examine some of the tools we have for better understanding it. Our Rosicrucian monographs present exercises that bring our awareness to the limits of language and to what it means when we use the very interesting word, I. They also provide explanations for actuality, which is what truly exists, versus reality, which is our interpretation of sense perceptions. We are also provided with effective exercises to develop our critical thinking skills. One of the most important lessons our teachings provide is related to the observation of thought. Let's practice this now. For the next two minutes, be aware of your thoughts. Do not try to focus or concentrate. Just be aware of the thoughts that come to your mind.
If you are like most people, even in that short amount of time, you managed to produce an amazing number of thoughts, many of which probably had little to do with the first. Often our thoughts tumble upon each other, setting off an avalanche of other thoughts. This exercise helps us to realize how in many cases we are hostages to our thoughts. They take off in various directions, dragging us with them. If we mastered no other practice than this, an awareness of our thoughts, our renewal would be transformative. Often, once we see this pattern, we are able to disrupt it, bringing our awareness back to the present moment. One of the biggest pitfalls mystics face, in my experience, is the challenge of having ideals. Ideally, we believe we are aware or peaceful, but in actuality, we may not be. This reminds me of a story about the spiritual teacher J. Krishnamurti. He was riding in a car with some people who were discussing awareness. At one point, he interrupted them to point out that while they were deep in their discussion about awareness, they hadn't noticed that their car had just run over two goats. One way to remind ourselves to be aware of the present moment is to move our watch from wrist to wrist. When we habitually go to look at our watch, we pause for a moment because we don't automatically know which hand it is on at the moment. This creates a stopgap in our thoughts, and we can then choose to be aware of the present moment. It doesn't take long with the watch exercise or with observing our thoughts to realize how unaware we usually are, at least for me. Let's try another experiment. Again, we will sit quietly for two minutes. This time, focus your attention on your breath as it enters and exits through the nostrils. Remain completely relaxed. Just focus lightly on the feeling of your breath as it enters and leaves your nose. If a thought enters your mind, notice it and then return your attention to your breath again.
This valuable exercise is presented in one of the earliest Rosicrucian monographs. It is extremely helpful in lifting our awareness out of those thoughts that can take us hostage. We acknowledge them and then gently return to what we were doing, which was breathing. Now let's look at our physical self. Our Rosicrucian lessons provide us with guidance on proper nutrition, healthy breathing, and exercise. These all help to balance the vital life force and spirit energy in our bodies. We also examine the biology and physiology of our bodies down to the tiniest cells and beyond that to the energy that lies beyond all things that can be measured physically, what Rosicrucians call spirit energy. Now let's practice the overall exercise. Please sit in whatever way is most comfortable for you. Now bring your awareness to a tiny, vibrating cell in your left big toe. Feel its pulsating, vibrant energy. Now expand your awareness to your entire left foot. Right foot. Left calf. Right calf. Left thigh. Right thigh. Your hips. Your abdomen. Chest. Shoulders. Now feel the vibrating energy in the fingers on your left hand. Now feel your entire left hand vibrating with energy. Now the fingers on your right hand. and your entire right hand. Your left forearm. Right forearm. Left upper arm. Right upper arm.
Now feel the energy vibrating at the base of your spine. Follow it up your back to your lower back, your upper back, your neck, your jaw, mouth, nose, ears, eyes, the middle of your forehead, now the top of your head. Spirit energy is the source of all physical manifestation. This simple exercise helps to enliven our awareness of this energy that is constantly vibrating in every cell in our body. Now let's examine our emotional self. I come from a family in a part of the world that I think it is fair to say doesn't particularly value the emotional self. Emotions were something to be overcome, or if not, at least hidden for heaven's sake. This has caused some anguish for me throughout my life, especially as I became more and more emotional. Then I came upon the following statements in the Rosicrucian monographs. Our emotional self is an intermediate level of consciousness between our intellectual self and our spiritual self. And we can use our emotional self to manifest what we visualize. In fact, emotions are essential for the success of visualization. We can also use emotions for our personal transformation. What did this just say, that emotions could be helpful? Here's another excerpt from a Rosicrucian monograph. Each day devote your thinking to that which arouses the gentler emotions, and you will experience a favorable transformation in your personality in a brief time. It is a simple, magical formula that truly works. How can we arouse the gentler emotions? We can hold a baby, or a kitten, or a puppy. Examine a leaf. Experience a sunset or a sunrise. We can laugh. Did you hear the one about the mystic who went to the big city? When the hot dog vendor asked her what she wanted, she replied, Make me one with everything. 
We can arouse the gentler emotions by reading inspiring poetry. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. By listening to moving music, such as a concerto by Vivaldi, New Orleans jazz, or the Rosicrucian chant, or by experiencing beautiful art. We arouse gentler emotions by studying our relationship with the divine through a telescope, a microscope, or a mathematical formula. Let's practice arousing the gentler emotions now with these three pieces of music. I see trees of green Red roses too I see them bloom For me and you And I think to myself What a wonderful world Finally, let's look at our psychic self. What is this aspect of our self? Let me read from a Rosicrucian monograph devoted to this subject. The physical body, due to its material nature, owes its existence to a predominantly negative energy, that is, spirit. The soul, on the other hand, is an energy of which the purely spiritual essence is predominantly positive. At birth, these two energies merge at the moment that a baby takes his or her first breath, thus generating a third energy, which, because of its intermediary nature, is termed psychic according to Rosicrucian tradition. It is this third energy which gives rise to the psychic body. 
on the vibratory plane, it is intimately linked to vital life force. Down to the tiniest detail, our subconscious devotes itself to the maintenance of the vital life force within us. So, there is an energy that we call the vital life force that vitalizes each human body. There is also a communication system called the subconscious that is continually sending impulses to the brain, communicating the status of all the functions that keep us alive. Our subconscious is one of the major manifestations of our psychic consciousness. As such, in awakening the activity of the psychic centers of our bodies, through vowel sound intonations, for example, we become increasingly receptive to the impressions that our subconscious is continuously sending us. Vowel sounds tune up both the receiver and the transmitter. Before beginning our final experiment, let's consider why we would want to do any of this anyway. Why would we want to experience a direct awareness of God or the cosmic? First, I suspect that since you chose to participate in this weekend devoted to renewal through mysticism, that this subject interests you. You are mystics already. Second, it is what you were born to do. Here are two excerpts from our monographs that eloquently express this. The goal of life is to provide a vehicle for life, and by this medium, to give to the universal soul a tangible basis for its evolution. The material world is the mirror in which cosmic consciousness untiringly contemplates its own reflection. And... Rosicrucian students cannot doubt that the wondrously conceived body and highly developed human intellect were intended for only one purpose, to serve the human consciousness and through it the consciousness of the cosmic. Consequently, we look upon the powers we possess as being the result of a divine presence within us, which is using humanity to achieve its own divine purpose. Hafiz, the Persian poet, beautifully expressed this when he wrote, My beloved said, My name is not complete without yours. I thought, how could a human's worth ever be such? And God, knowing all our thoughts, and that all our thoughts are innocent steps on the path, then addressed my heart. God revealed a sublime truth to the world when he sang, I am made whole by your life. Each soul, each soul completes me. Now let's perform our final exercise together. Again, sit in whatever way is most comfortable for you. You may find it helpful to have your back as straight as possible. Take three deep breaths, becoming more relaxed with each one.
Now we are going to intone the vowel sound AUM, spelled A-U-M, seven times. The intonation of AUM produces a simultaneous effect on the three planes of our being and harmonizes the physical, psychic, and spiritual bodies. AUM is normally intoned on D natural below middle C. If this note is too low for you, you may obtain practically the same results by intoning it on D above middle C. After your intonation, remain silent for a few moments, receptive to any perceptions that you may receive. Ready? Inhale. Now begin your intonations. Together we have explored some possible meanings of renewal through mysticism and how we can apply it in our lives. We have been presented with exercises, experiments, and meditations that can enliven our awareness of self and the subconscious. We practice these experiments. We use these tools because we are mystics and because that is what we were born to do. We are participating in cosmic consciousness's reflection upon itself and its evolution through us. We are also participating in a change that is occurring in the world right now. Surely you have felt it, a shift in awareness that is building toward critical mass. Rosicrucians have been preparing for this for centuries and as mystics using other names for even longer than that. 
The time is now. The transformation the Rosicrucians called for in the manifestos of the 17th century is taking place now. Like then, it is not easy. This growing awareness is what has a lot of people stirred up right now, or digging in. And the change will come. Use the Rosicrucian tools that we have inherited. Right now, take a moment to consider how you can best participate in the world's renewal through mysticism. Commit to being a positive force in this transformation. Play your role in this process. Be the mystic you were born to be and participate in the world's renewal through mysticism now.